Thank you so much for joining me on Teach Me How to Money. We're here with a very, very special guest. It's the comedian Mark Normand. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Who you've seen on uh, Comedy Central, Conan, Fallon. Where else have people seen you? Colbert, uh, geez, MTV, HBO, uh, To Catch a Predator, Craigslist, you name it. <laughs> Lurking in your closet. Yes. Boy, I gotta th- I've said it before with that voice. <laughs> right when the mics heat up, it it's, it goes into phone sex mode. It's, a, <laughs> it's so seductive and Thank sultry. You. That's very sweet. So, Mark, how have you been doing? I'm good. I've been really hitting the road and uh, I'm trying to build a new hour and just focusing on comedy. I'm... Yeah, I'm, I bought my apartment. I'm living the good life. Oh, you bought your apartment? I bought it. I'm a homeowner. That's incredible. Thank you. Well, thank you. I, I can't believe it. It's like so not me to well, own an apartment. Well, so you and I have spoken in the past about how cheap you are. Yes. So to make an investment in yourself is really something. Exactly, because the cheapness is all a mental problem. Like I'm, I'm very low self-esteem. I have no self-worth, speaking of money. But it's like so I can't spend on me. I don't feel like I deserve it. So the buying a home is huge for me, not just because it was so expensive, but also giving myself something. Well, what made you suddenly decide that you were worth investing in? Uh, I started going to therapy. Oh, that's good. Yeah, big therapy. Highly recommend it. It's a, it's a, it's a good investment because you're investing in yourself. But uh, yeah, so I started doing that and then just growing up. I'm 34 now and got to become a, an adult. And I found a deal and I jumped on it. I think that's terrific. Thank you. So you weren't always this homeowning, super swell guy who just, you know, spills money out from his back pockets. Once upon a time, you did not have very much money. No, no. I mean, I was a broke college kid. I, I've always said I lived in a house with five guys. We used to – we found a store that if you, if you gave them three keg shells, they'd give you a free full keg. So we'd go around stealing kegs from bars and neighborhood backyards I got in a few fist fights and whatever, but uh, that's how broke we were. All we had was we just needed beer. And this is when you moved to New York? No, that was in college. Oh, that was in college. That was in and Louisiana. that was in New Orleans, right? Yeah. And uh, so then I moved to New York with $400, mind you, and I found a place in Crown Heights that was $400 a month. So I moved in there. I signed my lease on loose leaf. Your lease was on a piece of loose leaf paper. Loose leaf, yeah. Did that hold? I guess it held up. Did you ever contest it? So who knows? Never contest. There's no contesting in Crown Heights. It's all fine. So you always wanted to be a comedian. Yes. So how? Do, so you came to New York with four hundred dollars. How do you start being a comedian with four hundred dollars? Four hundred dollars. I I spent it immediately to pay for the rent. Right. So then I had no money to eat. So I had to go back to. I went to New York Film Academy as a youth. So I went there and I said, "You guys know me. Give me a job, please. I'll sweep up." So they gave me a job as a file clerk. So I had to wait a week without money. So I had to like just borrow money to get a. I got a unlimited Metro card. Got that, and then I was good, and I would eat places like, you know, they had the dollar slice, two hot dogs for a dollar, they had dollar dumpling. I know all the cheapest eats in town because I had no money, and I would just do open mics every night and go to work every day, and that was it. How much does an open mic cost? Um, most of them were free, but the good ones were $5 for five minutes. Which so is, you were paying to, to practice. Yeah, so I was losing money. I'm now way in the red here. <laughs> and, you know, you'll go up and bomb. There's two people there, and you're still paying $5. So you're kind of getting nothing out of it, but you have to pay your dues, no pun intended, you know. And then so suddenly after – well, suddenly, 
five or six years yeah, later. Yeah, it took, took a while. Yeah. So when did you start making enough money so that you didn't have to eat dollar slices for one meal a day or two meals a day? Well, I was so cheap and so broke that I was saving everything I didn't spend. I was really spending as little. I didn't, never bought clothes, never bought like a watch or a hat or anything, never went on trips, never ate out. So I just had some money. I was sitting on money. And then I met Amy Schumer. She started taking me out on the road. By this time, I was a janitor making $300 a week. How sad is that? Making $300 a week. Started opening for Amy Schumer, making a little bit more money. Then she kind of started getting bigger. And then so as she got bigger, the paychecks got bigger. And I just sat on it. Seven years go by. I had about, you know, $300,000. So I bought the apartment. That's an incredible story. Pretty wild. But it, it took – it all sounds fun and good, but there was a lot of – Sad nights. <laughs> Alone with your dollar pizza under the covers. Yeah, yeah. A lot of PBR, a lot of drinking drinks off the bar <laughs> that you don't know about. You got the wine glass, you got the gin and tonic, the beer. You're just putting anything in your mouth just to try to get sloppy. And then you get the cigarette butt, you know. So you were able to have discipline to save. Yeah, yeah. That was the only place I had discipline. But it wasn't even like, look at me, I'm responsible. It was like, I'm scared. I have to pocket this. I got to sit on it. I got to squander so you were scared. That's what, you, what were you scared of? I was scared of just being that broke forever, uh, maybe needing the money someday. I had no health care, you know, like – so all kinds of stuff happened. I got bed bugs at one point. I had to buy new furniture, a new bed, and Ugh. thank God I had some money for that, you know. So I, I don't – I'm not worried about me. I'm just worried about like not having enough money when I need it, you know. So I don't need to buy like a new jacket to look cool or new sneaks. I need that money in case I, you know, break my leg. So how were you raised financially? Pretty. My parents uh, grew up going to garage sales a lot. My mom, that was like one of our activities. She would circle the all – this is pre-internet, so she would circle all the uh, places in the newspaper that were close to the house, and we'd drive to each one. And, you know, I'd maybe get like a He-Man action figure that had a, a head chewed off by a puppy, you know, and then I'd get like a puzzle piece with half the puzzle pieces missing. So, you know, you, you made it work. So what do you spend money on now? Uh, well, I think as we mentioned before, we've never met, but, uh, I, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I spend money on other people. I'll go out to, on dates with girls. I'll buy the, I go, go, go lavish. I'm, I'm champagneing. I'm lobstering. I, I mean, maybe not that much, but like, I'll really, we'll go out to a nice restaurant and it's very foreign to me, but I don't mind doing it because it's not for me. It's for the ladies. Yeah. It's all mental. If it's for them, I'll spend it. So how do you feel having a mortgage? Is that crazy for you? I just look at it like a rent, but it is, it's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, I, I have uh, what do you call it? Equity? No. Uh, what do you, asset. You I have, have an asset. You have an asset. I never had an asset. And you have an asset in New York City. You got a piece of the rock. Piece of the rock. I like that. That's what you got. I've never heard that. That's what I'm here for. I like it. Well, it's a big accomplishment. I got a piece of the rock in Queens. Ooh. We got two boroughs between us. Nice. Two boroughs. Manhattan and Queens. Are you in Manhattan? Yeah. Well, there is. Well, in that one borough. Oh, two. Oh, between. I thought you meant literally between us. There's a borough. I was like, there's another borough. Okay, sorry. I'm Gentile. So do you? Um, so let's talk about um, investing. Yes. Does, does it terrify you? Yeah, yeah. It scares me. What kind of investing education did you get? Nothing. I had a stock. I have stock in Clico, which is this tiny little uh, electric company in Louisiana that my parents got me when I was like 10. Oh, because you, you grew up in Louisiana. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every year you get a check for like $12, literally, something like that, where it's like, oh, that's cute. Hey, your Clico stock came in. We'll buy a candy bar, you know. Um, so that was all I knew. And I never really got it. I can't 
compute numbers. I have no – I have a thing called dyscalcula, and I always failed math through my whole life. It's a real – like my brain is all right. I can't do anything – um, numbery or like equationy. Is that a real term, dyscalculia? Yeah, is that like dyslexia? It sounds fake. I have that too. Oh my goodness. Okay, I'm maybe a mess. I have that. Maybe. I just can't, like, long division is Greek. So, so you didn't have any kind of financial education growing up, not in no, school or anything? No, nothing. You came out of college, no useful skills. Nothing. No, I went to, I majored in film and that was about it. So, um, so when what do you do now? Do you have a 401k? Do you save for retirement? Do you just put it all under the mattress? What do you do? Now I, uh, I have a big wad of cash in my apartment and under my dresser, which I probably <laughs> shouldn't mention. But uh, you can pay no. in cash a lot and I just save it. I just put it away. I got a couple grand in cash. I don't know what I have it there for. But again, it's this – You have a hoarding mentality. Yeah, with cash. And uh, But it's been the weirdest year of my life because I, I bought an apartment. And so then you spend all your money on that and then you're like, I don't have a bed. I don't know, I've been sleeping on mattresses here and there and air mattresses and whatever. So I had to like save up again and buy furniture. Sure. And buy a TV and all that, which I've never owned stuff because I was a nomad, Normand. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so now I'm, I'm buying stuff. But I, I got – I went to Chase and I just said, hey, I'm a grown-up now. I want to make some what, conservative stock choices. And the guy was like, all right. And we sat down and he said a bunch of stuff and I pretended to understand it and then I left. How's that working for you? I think I'm up like a quarter. <laughs> but then I just got a money guy. I should have gone with stash, but I got a money guy. Can uh, we start now? I could. I guess I could. I have a stash. So, um, yeah, I got a money guy, and he's uh, really good, and he does all the comedians. He has, like, Amy Schumer and, like, Oh, that's cool. We should get him people. on. I you should get him on. Russell Altman. He's the king. I'll do it. He had like Geraldo and Patrice and all the Bill Burr. He's all these That's guys. Great. I would I, I would be very interesting to know how you would advise comedians who are impulsive, want fast results, have yes. no, no self worth. Right, right. These are the most fascinating kind of people to invest money on behalf of. But he's good because he just gets everything. Like he knows what an hour special is. He knows about doing the road. He knows about club spots and cash and cabs and notebooks, and he gets all that. Is it a Roth IRA? Yes. That might be it. Yeah, so that's, yes. you have a, that's what you're saving for retirement. Oh, is that what that is? Yes. Uh, you can't touch it until you're 59. Holy moly. Wow, I don't remember hearing that part. Well, <laughs> well it, that means when you're, when you're 59, you'll have, you'll have some money and you've already paid tax on it. Oh, is that so you what get that a t- is? So you just get it when you're 59. You could start taking it out and have, is, you have nest egg. Is it growing? It's growing. Oh, it's growing. Let's hope it's growing. Wow. Yeah, you get dividends. You get compounding. It's all the good stuff. Boy, you made it so much more. He said like three hours worth of stuff, and he gave me two <laughs> pamphlets, and I already— You just need a comedian with a, a little bit of financial literacy to talk to you. Thank you. You got it. Anytime. Anything for you, Mark. What do I owe you? <laughs> all right. So we're going to wrap up. That was it? No, we're going to keep talking. Oh, a few okay. more questions. A few more questions. So— do you have any advice for, say, you could talk to yourself 15 years ago? Come, what, would, mm. what kind of financial advice would you would you give? Oh, that's good. Young, funny Mark. Uh, well, boy, I was so clueless. I was a, just a drunk, dumb, bedwetting idiot. I uh, <laughs> was. Was. I've gotten over that. <laughs> now I poo the bed. No. So I would just uh, – I would tell me, save up more before you come to New York because I, I would pay for stuff, then I'd be broke again. Then I'd pay for stuff, then I'd be broke again. So save up more and uh, I think I would have tried to learn the city better because I just went on Craigslist and anything that said 
400 or less, I went. I just rented that. Right. And I didn't know where I was going. I had to get on a train and, you know, find Crown Heights, which was way, it was like an hour outside right. of Manhattan. You were like babe pig in the city. I was pig. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I went to that. And I, I just, I didn't research at all, which I guess is part of being young. I just dove in. Yeah. But I wish I had done a little more research on the city, on the trains, on the neighborhoods, and saved up more. And I just did like a whole pillowcase with a stick on it and just said, I'm Aww. going to Manhattan, you know. That's very brave. It was brave, but it was – it was. I I, th- I feel like I wasted a lot of years because I was – I got lost a lot. I missed things and I didn't have any job uh, like leads or anything. So I was just kind of going with the with the flow. So I would have – I should have definitely done – I feel like women are better at that. They kind of hunker down and they go, what the hell am I doing? I got to figure this out. They have plans. Well, you know – they say, I don't know who they is, but women some take too long to make a decision because ah. they want to make sure that everything um, is, is too well planned. Mm-hmm. Well, they, sometimes men can be more impulsive and right. make the but, – but in the end, you can't wait too long, you, you know. Need, so you it's need, somewhere in the middle. There's, there's, yes. there's, a, there's a, uh, an idiot, just the right idiot with just the right timing. Just the right idiot. With the right timing. Yes. I'm just trying to be that kind of idiot. That's the key. You need a little estrogen, a little testosterone and – Regenerate. You get good spaghetti. There you go. <laughs> yes. Well, um, where can people uh, see more of you, hear more of you, learn more about you? Um, well, let's see. I'm on uh, online. I'm on the Twitter at Mark Norm. I got a website, MarkNormanComedy.com, and my podcast is Tuesdays with Stories. You can find that on iTunes. And I'm all over the country, so come out and see me doing a club in your town. Well, thank you so much, and mazel tov on your apartment. Thank you, and save that money, kids. It's hard to save. You know, like 40% of the country doesn't save or 60% doesn't save. It's crazy how few people are saving. <laughs> That's an excellent statistic. I'm sorry. It's, <laughs> it's a very low number. Whatever it is, we, we, we all, we're all just trying our best. Yes, and I'm not in debt, though. That's amazing. Which is very rare. Well, I'm proud of you. And I never use credit. Don't use credit. Well, that's not that we should have talked about that. You never know, use I, credit. I feel like I let you down. I feel like I wasn't great. We'll have you back on again. All right. All right. I never use credit, all debit, because you want it in, you want it out. You don't want that stuff lingering. Well, I think that's that's something else we should talk about one day about because how you how you have gotten by in the city without credit. No credit. Won't do it. I give you credit for that. Hey. All right. Good ending. <laughs> talk to you later. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Teach Me How to Money. Send us your questions at teach me how to money at stashinvest.com and we'll try to answer them on a future episode if you like what you're hearing leave us a review on the itunes store stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts ready to start investing sign up for stash and then enter the promo code podcast and you'll get five dollars to get started on your financial journey stash it's your money simplified This podcast should not be copied, distributed, published, or reproduced in whole or in part. The information contained in this podcast does not constitute a recommendation from Stash to the listener. Neither Stash nor any of its officers, directors, or employees makes any representation or warranty as to the accuracy or completeness of the statements or any of the information contained in this podcast and any liability, therefore, including in respect of direct, indirect, or consequential loss or damage, is expressly disclaimed. The views expressed in this podcast are not necessarily those of Stash, and Stash is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast. In addition, the receipt of this podcast by any listener is not to be taken as constituting the giving of advice by Stash to the listener, nor to constitute such a person a client of Stash.